I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hey chickens, we are deep into the cyber finale of season 12. This is part six. I don't even know. I've got 17 different numbering systems going on here. Anyway, it's the ascension of the Cybermen. Okay, uh, so in the rickety old spaceship that is falling to pieces, um, they want to get over to the cyber ship, the big uh, warshipy thing that looks like an aircraft carrier, but for Cybermen, um, in space. Um, and so to get there, the only way to do that is to turn off all of the life supports and everything and then spit the oxygen out and hope that that's enough power to shoot over there. So they all have like a little freak out about it and then it works. Um, <laughs> I've really reduced that scene. Um, so inside the cyber ship, um, it's all turned back on again. For some reason, there's oxygen, even though Cybermen technically don't need it. Um, although maybe they do. Like there's, you know, there's meaty bits inside. Maybe they breathe sometimes. I mean, they must breathe a little bit because it wasn't it gold that clogged up their innards, uh, like it clogged up their ventilation system. So they must need some sort of air. Maybe they just don't need oxygen, but they need some sort of um, air that they can convert. So obviously all these Cybermen floating in space are dead and maybe they can't breathe in space. I don't know. They managed all right on the moon though, uh, back at the moon base. So... Maybe they can store things. I don't know. Look, I'm not really up with cyber technology. Um, <laughs> why am I talking about this now? Having a philosophical discussion about whether or not Cybermen can breathe in space. Um, it's all explainable. You just write it into the script. Uh, that's how it works. Anyway, um, inside the ship looks like, you know, it looks like a mining colony kind of thing. Like There's just big, enormous bits of equipment everywhere. Um, and then the Cybermen have arrived. They are also on this war carrier thing. Um, so uh, Ashad is, you know, pontificating in his... 
kind of weird cod religious fervor that he has, you know, like he's, he's like a Scientologist. He's so excited with himself and being in outer space. Um, he's like, the Siberium sees all a shrine for our rebirth. Whoa. Mate, calm down. Um, anyway, the doctor is calling Kosamui. Sorry, Koshamas. <laughs> That that's what I called him last time. Uh, Koshalvis responds, Oh, it's Barristan Selmy from Game of Thrones. I loved him. Uh, he says there are no more humans, so she can't be a human. She's like, well, I've got a surprise for you. Um, and she's like, well, look, I'm warning you, I'm on a stolen cyber ship. Uh, meanwhile, on the cyber carrier, the war carrier, Graham is being hilarious about having saved their lives. He's, he's going to mention it every hour on the hour. <laughs> um, they find the control deck. And Yaz wonders, because if it's called a war carrier, what is it carrying? There's some foreshadowing for you. Um, and they go, oh, my God, there's enough power in this to get us to Koshamas. Uh, it's just going to take a little while to reboot. So Graham and Ravio go off to look at stuff. And the ship moves. They have a little bit of one of those Woo, fallen over moments. Uh, they find a door and open it. And Graham says he wants to have a butcher's. And she's just like, what? And he's like, butchers, butcher's hook. Oh, look, Cockney the rhyming slang. I had to explain this to my fiancé the other day because he did not know what I was speaking, what language. Um, And he's like, oh, my God, isn't English hard enough (laughs) without you adding these extra layers of weirdness? Um, No, we are strange. Um, I've got a mate at work who says butchers all the time, but she is properly British. Uh, Anyway, uh, Ravio says that Graham is strange. Um, and he's like, oh, okay. Uh, and then he's like, no, no, I like strange. I'm like, oh, lovers. Like, I fully went high school watching this. <laughs> Not even high school, like primary school. I was like, you want to hold a hand? Um, anyway, it's spooky and dark in there where they've gone. What well, perfect place for a pash, really. But no, Graham kicks a thing instead and it comes online. Uh, Ravio opens it and inside. <gasps> Something we dream about in Doctor Who from from time to time. A new design of a Cyberman. I mean, really, this could have been the whole episode. Just going and seeing that there's a newly designed Cyberman. And it is heaven. <laughs> and I kind of like the sparky, the, spark, the spiky bits and the um, really old kind of late 60s, early 70s style heads. Like, it's a cool design for a Cyberman. I love it. Anyway, um... <laughs> enough about me fangirling over a redesign of a robot um sorry cybernetic organism uh anyway it's uh (laughs) they realize that there are heaps of them like thousands upon thousands like she's saying oh i think there's like hundreds of floors and we've seen thousands on this floor and it's like (gasps) then we see a shard is wandering around the siberium has called me to this task oh calm down uh the doctor says hi to koshama she's like oh um, he's surprised that there are three of them. He had given up hope. Is uh, He explains that he fought in the war for a long time. He was captured and sent for an upgrade. Uh, and then they'd heard of this place. So they came there and built the shelter. Um, and he said he's the only one left. He's helped everyone else, everyone else go through the barrier thing. Um, 
and he thought it was his duty to wait for the others. And he's like, yes, the boundary is real. Uh, meanwhile, Yaz is looking at some alert that she's like, oh, we've been boarded. Um, that was ages ago, mate. These systems are slow. Uh, Yaz calls Graham and Ravio. It's like, come to the control deck. We've been boarded. And they're like, yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> Shard goes into the cyber troop corridor. Uh, Eeyore is flying the spaceship to Koshamas and Ravio is like, no, we've got no option. Uh, we, we, we go there, the Cybermen will be able to get to where all the people were, um, where they've escaped to. And yeah, it says, look, we'll go and find the doctor and she'll take the Cybermen down. And they're all like, yeah, okay, weirdo. Uh, so they turn on the observation screen and see that the Cybermen have opened the containers and a shard touches the new the new Cyberman with his human hand with the black nails, just like Frankenstein, um, and starts drilling into it. And then we hear like, you know, those cyber screams. I love the cyber screams. <laughs> that's not how they sound. That's just me being weird. Um, and Ravio's like, oh, we are carrying a Cyberman that makes other Cybermen scream. Uh, meanwhile, the doctor, uh, she says, it's quite a risk, you know, a leap into the unknown, the, the, the big border thing. Wherever they are. Uh, (laughs) Coach Sharma says that it responds to proximity. So the doctor goes near it and there's a purple special effect, which then spreads and takes out the whole sky. And I'm like, this is a cool special effect. And then it's Brendan again. He's an old man and he's retiring from the police force in Ireland. Oh, he's no longer a guarder. He gets a clock and goes outside and his dad and his old boss are there. And they're the same age they were when he was young. Um, They say, do you mind coming with us back to the office? Uh, And in there, there's some like machines and wires and things. And we focus on the clock as they hook him up to some handcuffs and headphones. And they say, I'm sorry, we have to get rid of everything. Thank you for your service. Sorry you won't remember it. And then Brendan screams. Meanwhile, the war carrier comes out of the vortex uh, and they send a signal. Um, The Cybermen, meanwhile, are waking up. Hundreds of them, like all doors opening. A shard surveys his new army. He's like, ooh, got lots of Cybermen. He contacts the bridge. His warriors are coming for them. Oh, my God. Yaz uh, broadcasts to the doctor. Um, The doctor hears her and Yaz is like, we're trapped. They're about to break in. Like, uh, and the signal goes. And the Cybermen have broken into the control centre bit. Uh, the portal flares up and the Doctor sees Gallifrey. Uh, then the Master pops out of the portal and says, Oh, that's a good entrance, right? Uh, and then he says, Be afraid, Doctor, because everything is about to change forever! And he is not lying! <laughs> oh, my God. God, the ending of this episode, it's just like cascading craziness. And I love, look, I am, you know, I'm mad for anything in space. I love a big space opera. And this is like, this is seriously how I imagined a Cyberman episode should be. Like there's been a huge war, the Cybermen are, you know, smashed up and flying around in bits and pieces. Like... I feel like Chris Chibnall has just tapped into his inner fanboy and gone, what did I always want to see when I was a kid? I want to see bits of Cybermen in space and possibly Cyberheads flying around and shooting at people. That wasn't his best idea. But seriously, I love it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for the next episode. All right. We're barreling through the rest of the Cyber Finale. We are right up against it. The Timeless Children is next. (laughs) 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.